I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Recording, everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Lifestyle. Where we finally dive into some non-bachelor topics Mm -hmm. that Justine and I are passionate about. Yep, yep. Um, where do we begin? Yeah, this week is a special one, guys. We had some other really, like, fun stuff planned, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but that is not, um, in good faith, we can't put that out. Yeah. I'll no. say that there is an element of escapism and distraction that I think our podcast has that I really love for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. but we can't be distracted right now. There is no way to be distracted from what's going on currently. There's a helicopter going over my house right now. Literally just heard a siren go by. Yep. Like, and that could be for so many things. <laughs> So many things. <laughs> that could be for, I mean, it used to be just Corona. Yeah. Now the whole world's in turmoil. Yep. So who the fuck knows? Yep. Um, um, so today we are addressing um, some of our thoughts and feelings behind the protests, riots, um, violence, police brutality, black, uh, how black people are being treated in this country, white privilege, um, just kind of a mishmash and event session that Mm -hmm. I hope our white listeners will come away with some tangible things to do after this. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I hope that our black listeners, that you guys can commiserate with us and we can be sort of your people to relate to in this time. Because some of you guys I know live in some tough areas. You work in some tough places. um, Mm -hmm. And even when it's online, it still can be hard. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, how you feeling? Well, um, start there. <laughs> I was so excited to do our regular lifestyle episode this week, and after this, once again, my emotions are in complete shambles to the point of where they have reached my throat and I can't go any further. Mm. I have not cried, I haven't exclaimed in anger, nothing. It's just mm-hmm. I'm up to here and just there's no more left. I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm just tired, tired, tired. And just trying to go yeah. down YouTube rabbit holes. I'm trying to escape it, trying to escape it. And there's yeah. no way. I can't. Yeah. Um, what about you? 
Yeah, I mean, right there with you. I feel like exhaustion. Yeah. Well, I can't even talk. (laughs) Exhaustion. Yeah. Is the the word of the moment. Just angry, of course, sad, feeling very hopeless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, it's just like the the, the same general sentiments of most of Black America right now. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Um, Just exhausted. And I've been feeling a little bit guilty lately also. Mm -hmm. So I've been in just like, hyper self-care protective mode Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and have like severely limited my social media Mm. usage this week i generally don't really watch the news Mm -hmm. i'm like a typical millennial who like i get my news (laughs) from twitter Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i read a lot of like the atlantic like long form pieces my family group chat we send stuff all day so like that's where i you know gather information right but i've been just like avoiding everything yeah because, I mean, you open up Twitter, you open up Instagram, mm-hmm. and it's just trauma. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's videos that I, I don't want to watch. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. violence of black men being murdered and yeah. then protesters being tear-gassed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to consume that right now. That's literally my whole timeline oh, because of the yeah. things that I follow. Yeah. Um, even my sister yesterday sent a video in our, our family group chat of, like, this car plowing through. Yes. Car. And I was like, Jess, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, see I don't want to so watch this right now. Yeah. No, don't send me these things. Get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've just been really limiting my intake because it's like you watch one and then you, you, you're down a mm-hmm. rabbit hole. And mm-hmm. then you start to read comments from racists and yeah. then you just get angry. And, like, I'm angry enough. <laughs> I can't engage in that emotion any further. Yeah. Um, so I've just... Like, I've just turned off. Mm -hmm. Like, I just need to protect my mental health. And so, as a result, I feel kind of guilty because I'm doing exactly what white people do all the time. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Exactly what they do all the time, which is choose to ignore Mm -hmm. what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like, the the world's on fire. They choose to ignore it in order to protect their, like, rosy bubble (laughs) of rainbows and sunshine. Right, right. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And like there were a po- there were protests in Harlem, not very far from my apartment yesterday. Yeah. You know, there's people on the front lines, mm-hmm. people out there like engaging in dialogue, signing petitions, like trying to do whatever work they can right now. Mm-hmm. And I've just exited stage left. Mm-hmm. I just I've shut off. I feel like I have this guilt and feeling like I'm not doing enough, but also I'm so hopeless and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, well, I, I think you shouldn't feel guilty for two reasons. I think the first reason is that you're doing the work right now. I think this episode is the work mm-hmm. and, the, um, you know, we love a protest. We protested for one of Natasha's birthdays. We love a protest over here. <laughs> two black girls, one rose, but, um, when you have a creative platform that reaches a fair amount of people, I think it is uh, the duty and job of those owners of those creatives to get the message out. And that's what we're doing. So I think you shouldn't feel bad for going out and walking and protesting as well. Yeah. Because this is the work too. Um, Also, yeah. Yeah. Also, you gotta, you gotta protect the sauce. That is, you feeling guilty about not absorbing videos of people who look like you being murdered is a lot better than 
just going down the rabbit hole and doing nothing. You are actively protecting yourself. Yeah, that's that's true. You know? And that within itself is an action. Is an action. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that's very true mm-hmm. because, yeah, for, I mean, for black people, black and brown people right now, like, with this feeling of exhaustion is because it's not even just this is happening right now Mm -hmm. like re-engage with race or racism or something Mm -hmm. every day yeah now it's just kind of like the pinnacle yeah and so every day on the normal day we're not really protecting ourselves we're kind of just like living through it yeah right now it's like it's at the pinnacle so now i'm like all right i need like full-blown protection mode Mm -hmm. and you're right as you said like the act of protecting with is me taking an act against myself and protecting my black ass self right yes (laughs) Um, so I have three little, uh, bullet points. I don't know if you put yours into like little buckets. Um, I don't don't know what my soapbox, like, I just got a a soapbox of thoughts. So let's start with your organized collection. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Then I can jump off from that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So my Mm -hmm. first point to make is about black culture, because what is truly disturbing to me is how little black humanity is valued and how highly black culture is valued. That has Mm -hmm. always been very disturbing to me. I've spoken Mm -hmm. about it um, on the podcast before, especially when it came even to Lauren and Cameron about people being like, I want my Cameron. I want my Cameron to come through and rap for my mom. That's not like he shouldn't be validated through that. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you can rap, especially if you're bad at it. And if you in any way validate how cool you are or how unique your music taste is or um, you're using black music and black choreography to pick the next fucking TikTok challenge that you're going to take, then you Mm -hmm. need to stand up for the people who are dying. Mm -hmm. And that includes the black people in your life and that includes the black people in your life who are not on your payroll. That includes everybody. Mm -hmm. So for Mm -hmm. all of the white people listening that is what you have to stand up for. If you cried because Kobe Bryant died, you need to be doing something right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah, that, I was just having this conversation the other night with um, Kelly, Nate, yeah. I'm just naming people y'all don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole in-depth conversation about blackness, black women, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And just this conversation around like, how much black people are hated in this country mm-hmm. and unprotected yet our culture is just eaten up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything about they love us love it. yet fucking hate our guts at the same time yep. it's a very bizarre very yeah. bizarre space to be in mm-hmm. it's like we can't win yeah yeah we can't win mm-hmm. um number two the workplace because this mm. is the toughest part for me Um, You guys know that I currently still have a nine to five job. I currently still have a nine to five job with a lot of people who did what I just said, which is validate how cool they are through black culture. They do a lot of, oh, my favorite is this. Oh, my favorite is Travis Scott. My favorite is Dave. My favorite is this one. Oh, I love um, fucking Kehlani or whoever the fuck else. And they won't stand up for black people at a time like this. I Mm. am so thankful for myself and all of the other black people who work in an office that we don't have to go to the office right now. 
Amen. Because that is the worst. Because worst. you know that those white people would either be saying what you would, they're your worst nightmare of what they would say, or mm-hmm. not saying shit and not mm-hmm. checking on you. And you mm-hmm. have to sit mm-hmm. there and act like nothing is happening nothing is for eight hours. And that's yeah. entirely too long. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now at least you can log off of your Zoom for a half an hour and get yourself together and do mm-hmm. whatever you need to do. But you don't have to speak to those people and look them in the face. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. me, myself, I don't really give a fuck about your little summer reading list. So if right now you logged on and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to read White Fragility. I don't give a flying fuck if you're not standing up for the white people or the black people that you work with. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. care about your little Amazon list. Oh, I'm reading this and that. I got the history of this and that. I don't care about none of that if you're not doing anything because you could have done something in February. You Mm could have done something in January when people were up for raises and you didn't. Or Mm -hmm. maybe you did. Hopefully you did. But if you didn't, now you know. Stand Mm -hmm. up for the black people at your workplace because they're getting paid less than you and they're working harder than you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, there's it's little moments where you can show up for them. Yep. And to your point about this is this topic in particular, black people going to work mm. during times of like mm. intense trauma like this. Mm-hmm. I just read an article about it. Some a bunch of people were posting on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think the title of the article was like, "No, your black coworkers are not okay." Yeah, yeah. And that's a thing that I don't know if all white people really realize. Mm-hmm. Like times like this, as you said, being now home, working from home. Thank God mm-hmm. for that, mm-hmm. because moments before Eric Garner mm-hmm. and which happened in New York City, we live in New York. Yeah, going to work around that time and having to just literally pretend like nothing, mm-hmm. like everything is okay. Mm-hmm. I remember me and my black coworkers, we would like congregate like yes. at lunchtime, like together. Yeah, in like community mm-hmm. because we were fucking like, why are we here? Like I'm yeah. at work and I want to cry. Yeah, I have to go counsel a student right now and I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like I can't and you're walking through the office and it's like you're you're it's like you're in neverland you're in a yeah. different space yeah. because you're in one space in your head and in your mind and in your heart but then you're in a space where everyone else is kind of like living in this other planet mm-hmm. not acknowledging the intense trauma that's happening for you and your community right now right so no your black coworkers are not, not okay. okay if your homegirl is late with something <laughs> this week give her a slide yeah. because she's going through fucking a lot yeah okay and as you said, yeah, this is the perfect time that, I mean, thank God this Corona, well, not thank God, I keep saying it. <laughs> no, no. Thank God Corona's happening. But one of the benefits of being working from home is that we can self-care at our own, in our own space and our yeah. own pace yeah. right now, which we don't really have when you have to go into the office. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, it's hard because still now we have hard. to show up for Zoom meetings right. and put on a happy face. Like I wasn't just blotting my eyes off, mm-hmm. um, wiping away tears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Yeah. To your point, show up for your coworkers, even if it's just to, uh, I don't even know, even if it's just to um, carefully acknowledge yeah, right. <laughs> the world mm-hmm. and what's happening. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend like, the wor- like our country's not in complete shambles and being <laughs> overrun by fucking racists yeah, right now. Right. Like, even just calling that out. Mm-hmm. I think is even useful and yeah. helpful it's, rather than me sitting in silence in a meeting and feeling like no one gives a shit. Right. 
Yeah. And then to your point, even if you don't know how to say something, you can start with that. I don't know how to address this. I just know you're probably not okay. How can I help? Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That's all. I think that's great. Yeah. Because I think that's people feel anxious. They don't know what to say. Right. Right. Say that. I don't know what to say. Yep. But I feel like I should acknowledge what's happening and that I'm hurting too. Mm -hmm. I'm also outraged. Yeah. Something, Mm -hmm. some acknowledgement. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's really important to know because some people may not even know why black people can't speak up um, Mm -hmm. at times like this. And I think it's important to note that black people in your office feel like they can't speak up because if they do, their job is on the line. It's a fear factor for sure. Yeah. That if you say something that people will put you into a category and slowly but surely they're just going to start ticking boxes off and then fire you. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. only know that from experience, number one. And then number Mm -hmm. two, you can see it in legislature. It was only in 2017 that you could wear your hair natural to work and nobody could legally fire you for it. Yeah, That was Mm -hmm. three years ago. And that was just hair. Nobody, nobody said anything. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just hair. Just the hair. Just, just the your hair. presence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just the presence of what is naturally growing out of your head was so disturbing to people until 2017 that they made it a mm-hmm. law that you couldn't fire anyone. So that is why people at your workplace, that's why you have to go up to them and ask them the question. Mm-hmm. That is why they will not come to you. I think that's really yeah. important to say um, for people who may not know how to broach the situation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. And then number three, <laughs> we're tired. Exhausted. Me and Natasha have been dolo in the Bachelor Nation uh, oh, sphere yeah. for mm-hmm. two and a half years. Mm-hmm. They have Rachel Lindsay up there sobbing because racist people literally hunt her down and call wow. her obscene names. Mm-hmm. And they're going after people who um, look like her on other seasons. And women were feeling so battered that they have to have her up there. Mm-hmm. But they still didn't help her because she was still up there. And like alone, who, alone, alone. <laughs> not a crew behind her. She's still the one and only. Yep. Yep. And they could have had anyone else get up there and do it, but they didn't. And that is very, very tiring. Um, mm-hmm. And I need people like the Hannah Browns who gave an 18 minute apology that I don't give a flying fuck about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you have 2.5 million followers and Rachel is still not left. Left at a million. Left. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. didn't you do an IG split screen with her? What are mm-hmm. you doing? Like, you need to help yeah. her get a check. That is the yeah. that is the way to help. I don't That's care. That is showing up. I don't care you follow yeah. Black Lives Movement. I don't care. Ugh. So we need you to step up in the everyday world and yeah. stop just saying it at the times, like you said, when it's not even a pinnacle, it's just a peak because these same protests have been happening since the slavery the dawn of time <laughs> so, like <laughs> since god made light yeah. like <laughs> whatever that phrase yes. from exodus you know what i mean genesis, genesis yes exactly <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. 
Um, and this isn't something where you can just talk to your friends and family. I would be so excited if you did such a thing, but you have to step up for your black counterparts in a way where you're showing them in the little ways that you care um, mm. because you sh- could have and should have shown up before this. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. wait until this big moment mm-hmm. for now. Oh, let me, let me do something. Let me post something real quick on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. No. Where were you this entire lead up? <laughs> the every, as you said, the, the everyday every shit day. that we deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also important to know that everyday struggle, um, like coronavirus has created a fear within us as a human race of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Natasha and I talked about this, how men are reacting to this is so bizarre because they're acting like there's a zombie apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. And black women, at least that I know and that you know, aren't acting nearly as crazy mm-hmm. because fear is just dormant inside of us every time we leave the house. Pervasive, yeah. Every time. And Mm -hmm. so living with that type of fear and knowing that we're up for grabs for anybody is very, very exhausting. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I want to explain, there's so many things like very, very short words, like we're tired, we can't do this. But I want to be able to explain to our white listeners who maybe aren't around black people or don't feel comfortable exactly why that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very exhausting to be the people for us specifically in this bachelor nation community to constantly have my phone ringing off of people saying, well, he's just not into black girls because I'm sure those girls had nails, hair extensions, lip injections, all the thing that is cool back in 2013, Mm -hmm. all the things that made black women ghetto and unkempt until recently, possibly Mm -hmm. until JLo and the Kardashians. And it's mm-hmm. very clear that black women are the problem here in black in Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to make that clear. And I hope that you guys receive this um, and are able to take this away with a tool in your belt to actually do something instead of just mm-hmm. the normal talk to your friends and family. We're tired. But like, here's why. Here's the why. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't gotten that from anyone else on your feed. Yeah. Whew, that's it. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's what I got. From. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Whew. Came, came together well. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Ga- gathering thoughts around something like this is just, like, not easy. No. Where the fuck do I begin? Mm-mm. So, yeah, um, so where the fuck do you begin? Let's see. <laughs> so, I, so I have a lot to say. It might not come off as kosher, but <laughs> I don't give a shit right now. Um <laughs> I'm going to talk a lot about actually the importance of talking with friends and family okay. and how yeah. helpful that actually is. So, um, so yeah, I do have a little bit of a soapbox to get on. Get on. Um, I made one little Instagram post yesterday on like my like regular page, mm-hmm. um, which summed up most of my feelings right now, which is very much directed towards white liberals mm-hmm. and how this is your moment to shine. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you wanted a moment, yep. here you got one. Mm-hmm. And I know when I say that, I'm talking to a huge chunk of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just hear me <laughs> out. I mean, we can't say enough. We're tired. Yeah. We've been marching and complaining about the same shit for decades. Mm-hmm. 
I'm literally exhausted of even having this conversation. Justine knows going into this podcast, I was like not mm-hmm. trying to do this episode, yeah. but like we can't ignore what's happening in the world right now. But yeah, I'm just so angry. Like Eric Garner was not that long ago, mm-hmm. and now we have George Floyd. Literally, almost the exact same thing just happened. Yeah, yeah. And it's like freaking Groundhog Day for us. Mm-hmm. We have, there's no end in sight, and we feel like we're fighting this unwinnable battle alone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like we're barking at the same wall we're talking to the same deaf ears Mm -hmm. no one is listening to us Mm -hmm. they've been lynching people in this country since the dawn of time it's now 2020 post a black president (laughs) so you Mm -hmm. think also lots of things we're in a post-racial america whatever now it's just legalized our police system is just fucking murdering people just in plain sight and can get away with it yeah and we've all been watching this. Mm-hmm. We've all, we all see this happening. Mm-hmm. And the fact that more people aren't in complete outrage mm-hmm. in the way that we are is very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that lets us know that, like, wow, black lives really do not matter yeah. to most people in this country. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like with white liberals, this, this is your time to step up. Black people are, we're going insane at this point. Yeah. We're, yeah. What's the definition of insanity? You're doing the same, same thing. thing over and over yeah. and expecting the same results. We're going insane. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the same shit for generations, mm-hmm. and we're not being listened to. And it's chances, like now, for you, mm-hmm. white liberals, mm-hmm. to step the fuck up, because chances are you have not been doing enough. Yeah. And I say that very unapologetically, because <laughs> I intentionally want white liberals to feel guilty. Yes. Guilty yeah. enough that hopefully it springs you into action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because to, you know, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, colleagues, you know, we hear the same complaints right now, like the protesters, people calling them rioters, mm-hmm. calling them thugs. You know, why are they burning down their city? What sense is that? Mm. Why are they looting? What, what good does that do? Like, that's your chance to engage them in a dialogue around police brutality. Change the narrative because their head is focused on the wrong fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Change the narrative. Engage in a dialogue with them around the continued murdering of innocent black people at the hands of our cops. Right. The hurt and pain of black people in this country. Mm -hmm. The constant injustice. The reasons behind why people are running in the streets, burning shit down. Mm -hmm. Like, talk about that. Have that difficult conversation. It's time to get uncomfortable. Black people are tired. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that this system has perpetuated this long because white liberals in particular are not doing nearly enough yeah. as they could to bring equality to this country. Yep, yep. Just as Republicans and conservative white people shy away about talking about race and racism, mm-hmm. so too do white liberals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not engaging with their racist and prejudiced moms and dads. Mm-hmm. But come election day, they'll mm. slowly, you know, they'll mm-hmm. slyly go into that booth and click Democrat and walk out feeling all good about themselves mm-hmm. and tell everybody they voted for Obama again mm-hmm. and know that in their heart they're on the right side of history. But as you said before, in the interim, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Ask yourself, what can I do? What can I actively do to help fight white supremacy and racial injustice in this country? Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe a huge part of that is engaging in meaningful and uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. around race with your family and friends. Yeah. Period. Call yeah. it out. This country was founded on the massacre of indigenous <laughs> people. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. And, and then was 
built by Africans stolen from <laughs> stolen. their homelands. Yeah. And now, Mom, in 2020, <laughs> black people are being murdered in the streets mm-hmm. by the police at astonishing rates. Mom, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Because mm-hmm. as uncomfortable as you feel talking to your mom, that's how black people feel all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Call it out. Talk about it. That's the... That is the problem in this country. Mm-hmm. White people do not want to talk about race. Yeah. They don't want to talk about slavery. They don't want to face police brutality. They don't want to have none of it. Mm-hmm. It's our issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on us. Mm-hmm. And as a black woman, I don't have access to the racist aunts and uncles right. and people that y'all have in your lives. Right, right. For yep. one. And then secondly, as a black person, I don't have the energy <laughs> to sit and have a conversation with your racist aunt or my racist coworker. Mm-mm. That's your job. <laughs> yeah. Plain and simple. It just is. Yeah. It just is. Mm-hmm. That is your job. You have the access, and now it's time for you to hop to it <laughs> and start having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Because it's ridiculous that this shit is still happening, and people are still... It's, it's like I'm turning on the little bit of news I watch on, on CNN. Mm-hmm. The same narratives they do every time. Every the rioters, time. the looters. The, it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Why are we still being referred to like this? Why aren't we having a real-ass conversation about race? Yeah. And it, behind the reasons why these people are protesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, being an ally is more than retweeting, is yeah. more than Instagram storying. Mm-hmm. For me, it's when you call home and your mom asks you or your uncle asks you, oh, hey, is it going? How's it going? You flat out say, I mean, I'm watching these protests in Minneapolis and around the country. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Like the way that black people are treated by the police in this country is very enraging. Mm -hmm. Mom, let's talk about it. I really want to have a conversation. Yeah. Yep. Engage her ass in a conversation. Talk about race and racism in this country among Mm -hmm. yourselves. Mm -hmm. Because you have now, you have left black people on the front lines for us to fend for ourselves. And it's not working. No, (laughs) no, it's not. It's, it's not. not working. Yeah. And y'all have gotten away for far too long sitting pretty, calling yourself liberal, mm-hmm. wearing your little Obama pin, mm-hmm. sharing your little Atlantic Tennessee Coates <laughs> article every now and then <laughs> on Facebook. It's not enough. It's not. <laughs> we need y'all on the front lines. Mm-hmm. They need to see your face on CNN when they're saying, oh, the protesters in insert name of city and it's a full <laughs> right. front line full of white people right to show that y'all are just as enraged as we are yeah because our rage does not do anything no Mm-mm. no we have a voice it's just not heard it's just not heard yeah great point friend because as um, much as we have to truly honor and give space to george floyd the way that he was murdered the pr- police brutality behind it i ain't done with amy cooper Oh, God. I ain't done. I ain't done with you. You were a donor to Obama. You were a donor to Hillary, huge Hillary supporter. And then you get in front of a bird watcher and you're threatened by him coming to you in the middle of the day when you have a dog? Right. Girl, are you fucking crazy? Oh, my God. It's the Amy Coopers in your life that y'all got to talk to. Y'all got to talk to them because that's... Yeah. Period. I we can't. don't have access to those people. We no. access them when we're in the middle of Central Park trying to watch a fucking bird. <laughs> and that's when we have an interaction with her. Yes. But on the interim, you have access to her. Yep. You need to start sitting down. You, as in white liberals, need to start sitting down 
and engaging in these conversations. Mm-hmm. Stop running away from it. Yep. Stop reposting shit on Instagram and thinking that's enough. You're yeah. barking to your crowd of other white liberals. Talk to your mama mm-hmm. and your auntie mm-hmm. and that racist coworker that y'all and your other coworkers talk about. <laughs> Engage with them and have a real fucking meaningful, uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Because we need to start recruiting more people that look like y'all onto <laughs> our team so we can actually get some shit done. Yeah. Because that's how the system's built. That's how that's built. Yeah. I mean, I the little bit I looked on on Twitter, I think my sister, I think, sent me um, a picture. I don't remember what city it was, but for me, it was inspiring. It was protesters. They were, like, all banded together. Mm-hmm. And as far as the eye can see, it was all white people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this is what we need to be seeing. Yes. That should be the face yeah. of this movement right now. Yep. Because our face has not been working. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> No. Y'all need to be on the front lines. And once a white person gets accidentally murdered, that's when people are going to start going crazy. That's when people are going to start going nuts, if that even happens, which it won't, but you know. Which it won't. But I tell you, if these damn cops was out here murdering dogs in the way that they murder (laughs) black people, these white people would be up in arms, marching and protesting and signing petitions left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. As much as they fucking love dogs, you would (laughs) think... They would do the same for us, but they don't. Mm-hmm. And so that's my my full message. I'm not even talking to the racists in the country. I'm talking no. specifically to the white liberals who I feel like are just not doing enough. Yeah. Why am I still the face of this movement that's not working? Right. Where are y'all at? Right. Voting Democrat on the big election day doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form. No. Especially the big election day. You got to be voting in your town. You got to be voting for your city council. You got to yes. be voting for mayor. You got to show up for them little tiny town meetings where they're trying yep. to shut down all the black businesses in your borough. That's when you show up. Mm-hmm. It's the, in the interim, not the big moment. No. It's in the interim. Yes. Yes. So if you want to pocket this episode, save it. Remind yourself a month from now because that's how long the news cycle is. Mm-hmm then great but like you said it is very encouraging to see um an extremely diverse uh protester crowd this time around because i remember when it was mike brown it was all black people getting murdered Mm -hmm. and arrested Mm -hmm. and beaten left Mm -hmm. and right Mm -hmm. and i still can't even look at mike brown's face i still get upset and Mm -hmm. choked up about it Mm -hmm. anyway that was all i got so yeah that's where I'm at. Yep. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Hope you learned something. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> um, if you are having, uh, um, if you don't know where to go from here, um, follow the Black Lives Matter movement, follow Grassroots. Um, there's plenty of places where you can get some resources that are free. Um, you don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily donate. If you can donate, please do. Um, and yeah, that's all we got. That's all we got for this yeah. week, guys. But I hope this, sorry, I know you're closing Yes, out, no, yes. I just hope this episode for, um, I mean, this is very much directed towards our white listeners mm-hmm. because there is a lot of talk, like, what can I do? You know, I want to self-educate, whatever, reading the books and all that stuff. All that's so helpful. White Fragility, great book, mm-hmm. all that jazz. Mm-hmm. 
but there are active things that you can be doing mm-hmm. that don't involve protesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, right. I think that's people feel like I should be out there. I should be on the front lines doing the protest. There's other other ways. Yeah. You have conversation with your families and friends, your interactions with them, colleagues all day. Mm-hmm. Engage in a conversation. Yeah. That could be your action against white supremacy for the week. Yeah. Yes, and it helps. It does mm-hmm. help. It's not it does. lost. So. No. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's it. Thanks guys <laughs> for listening. Next week, I might be in a better mood. Yeah, next <laughs> in the next two weeks, hopefully we'll have the um, mental and emotional capacity to do something a little more fun. Yes, hopefully. But this time we couldn't. Yeah, couldn't no. do it. Um, um, but yeah, stay safe out there, y'all. Yep. To all my black people, Oof. think about you. Love you. Yes, take care Self-care. of yourself, please. Do some. Mm-hmm. I did thirty seconds of meditating today and almost cried. It almost got there. Um, yeah. That little, those deep breaths, those intr- mm-hmm. those introspective thoughts, they help mm-hmm. for everybody. They really help for black people right now. So please, yep. go ahead and do it. Exactly. All right, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Stop recording. 